Thank you so much for participating in missions. I appreciate the Beaches Chapels, the church that, that gives here locally and around the world and supports missions uh, to broadcast the love of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. How many of you got a letter from, from me this week or an email? Amen. Thank you for being here this morning. We, um, this morning, I want to take a few minutes. I don't have a title for the message. I just want to share some things from my heart. I want to share... So, so you saw... Uh, that there'll be some changes coming at Beaches Chapel and I kind of want to give some of the, the, the how and the why and, and, and what to expect from that. So um, let me start with, I'm just going to uh, say there'll be a changing in some of the responsibilities here at Beaches Chapel and the, the main one that you'll see is that on Sunday mornings, beginning not next Sunday, but the following Sunday, James McDonald, our worship pastor, is going to be taking the main load of, of preaching in the, on the Sunday morning services. And, that, and I'm going to talk about the, the, the whys about that in just a minute. I'm going to begin to take a, 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 a role kind of off the stage, so to speak, um, that's more discipleship. And I'll be talking about some of the things that, that I'm hoping to be able to do in that as well. And so that, that's the what, okay? So let me, let me kind of give you some of the why and, and why we're doing that. So I'm gonna give you some of the goals. And, and the first thing I wanna remind you of is, some, is a scripture that we know, but sometimes we just need to be reminded of it, um, is that all things work together for good Amen. for those that love God who are called according to his purposes. All things, all things. Whether, whether we like it, whether we see it, whether we get it, whether we understand it, all things work together for good if we love God, if we're called according to his purposes. So I'm gonna give you three things of, of the why. One, it's to fulfill our mission. Beaches Chapel has been around for 50 years. We've had different pastors over the years, and, and our, but our mission has never changed. Our mission is still the same one that God gave his disciples as he ascended to heaven in front of them. He said, go into all the world, preach the gospel, make disciples of all men, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all the things that I've commanded you. In a nutshell, he said, go into all the world and make disciples. That's what we're called to do. Our mission is to make disciples. And that means to see people come to know Jesus as, as their Lord and Savior, to receive the forgiveness of sins, but also to grow in their faith. To learn, he said, teaching them to observe all the things that I've commanded you. Teaching them all the, the doctrines of the faith. Teaching them what it means to be a believer. Teaching them what, what it means to live as a believer. How to act as a believer. And so, um, we want to fulfill our mission. And sometimes, along the way, you have to tweak things a little bit. Have you found that at your house? You know, we, we get used to doing things a certain way. Sometimes you have to tweak things a little bit. And so that's, that's part of what we're doing. We're tweaking things a little bit. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, shoot really straight with you that you know, seven years ago, I stepped into the role of senior pastor here. And let me stop for just a second. If you're visiting with us this morning, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, we're glad that you're here. I'm kind of talking to, to, to Beaches Chapel home people because this is about this is about our home and we're glad that you're here and, and we hope that you get to hear where we're going and what we're doing and we'll hope you hope that if, if you live in this area that you'll that you'll join with us because it's you know it's it's exciting times transition um, is exciting but transition is transition and so anyhow 
So it's to fulfill the mission. Seven years ago, I've, I've been a pastor for 27 years, but seven years ago, I stepped into the role as senior pastor. And I'll talk about that more in a few minutes as well. But it was, it was a transition that, let's just say it was rapid. It was quick. Um, it happened suddenly. Um, I liken it to being thrown into the deep end of the pool. You know what I mean? And you were thrown into the deep end as well. Those of you that have, that have been here that length of time. Uh, we, you know, we were kind of thrown in the deep end of the pool. And I said, tell you what, let's rally together. Let's pull together. We were in the middle of a building project. We were in the middle, I mean, that was, that was collapsing. I've shared about that. And, uh, but God did something amazing. He rallied us together in a time of transition. He pulled us together, gave us one heart, gave us one mind, gave us a heart to build the kingdom, gave us a heart to build the building that you see at the other end of the, of the facility. And God has used that building in dramatic ways. He continues to use it day after day, week after week. You know, there's, there's sports, there's evangelism, there's uh, hospitality, there's education. There's all kinds of things that take place in that building. And I'm so fortunate to have been a, a part of leadership at that point. And so we want to continue to fill our mission. And so part of that is to, you know, tweak things a little bit. Um, if, if you've been here any length of time, you know that, that, yeah, we all still love each other. We're all still here. But things aren't growing as rapidly as, as I would like them. Things aren't growing as rapidly as many of us would like that. And I'm, you know, I'm just shooting straight. We... Um, you know, we've prayed. The past, the past two years, we've prayed, God, send the people. God, let us be a light. God, let us be a light in this community. God, help us to reach out into, into our neighborhoods and into all the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us to make a difference. And we haven't been as successful as, as we should be. And sometimes when that happens, you need, to, you need to change things up a little bit and change your focus. Now, over the years, we have... We have, you've watched us and we've done all kinds of different things. We've, we've tried all kinds of things. We've, we've done different outreaches and all those things are good. You're supposed to do that. But to position us for the future, it's not enough that we've been here 50 years. It's not. I, wanna, I want us to be here until Jesus comes back. And I want us to be making a difference. And so, so what happens is sometimes you have to refocus on what is our mission. What is our mission? And that's it, is that we want to be a community of believers that is outreach-driven, that, that loves to worship the Lord. When we come together at Beaches Chapel, we come here to praise him, to exalt him. It's about a vertical relationship with him. When we come here together, I mean, I mean every Sunday morning, the worship is good. And, and uh, that's because I come in with a heart ready to worship. If worship is not good, that's... This is, this is off, the, off the subject, but if it's not good, it may be that you're sitting back going, are they going to get done with this song? Let's move on to the good songs. Uh, again, that's, that's off the subject. Um, worship and what we do on Sunday mornings is about coming together in a vertical thing to say, God, we love you. We love what you've done in our lives. We appreciate that you have saved us and rescued us. We appreciate that you have poured out your spirit into us. And we come to sing your praises. We come to exalt your name. And, and something amazing happens when that happens. Because we teach on worship regularly. But when, when we do that, there's a connection between heaven and earth. 
And when there's a connection between heaven and earth, and, and then God begins to minister this way as well. He begins to minister among each other. And I shared a couple weeks ago about how that we are called as the temple of God together to work with one another. I'm going to share some on that in just a second. So we're here to fulfill the great commission, to baptize, to, to make disciples, to teach. And if you haven't been baptized, you heard that we're going to have an opportunity Wednesday night. We want you to be baptized. If you've never asked Jesus into your heart, you need to do that. You need to, get, you need to have a relationship with him. It'll change your life. Okay, so to fulfill our mission is, is one of the goals. The second one is, is another part of the why, and it is to best use our gifts. We've, we've often prayed here. I've prayed it for seven years, just about every time we get together. God, bring the right people at the right time and put them in the right place. And I said that backwards. Bring the right people put the right people in the right place at the right time <laughs> and many of you know that we have prayed that and prayed that and many of you are in your roles and and serving in the places that you serve because you're the right people at the right place at the right time and so I so that's the whole body thing that's just not leadership that's the whole body thing God put us in the right place the right people in the right place at the right time and so and the reason for that is because every person that God calls into his kingdom has a gift, has a skill set, has a life experience, has, has a ministry, whether they know it or not. And, and, it, and, and you may not have discovered yours yet, but you do. You have a gift, a, a skill set, and a ministry. And I want to read a couple of scriptures to you um, that I love uh, very much. In Romans 12 Jason read this one the other night uh, and it just jumped alive and came alive to me again. So Paul is writing to the Romans and he's, he's just given this, them a tremendous a theological thing about this whole walk with Jesus is about it's by grace through faith. It's not by works, it's not by anything and he gets to the end and he says, so by the grace that's given to me, I say to every one of you, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has distributed to each of you. We each have a gift. We, God has distributed faith to each one of you and to me. And he said, don't think too highly of yourselves, um, but think in accordance with that, with the gift that he's given you. Rather think of yourselves with sober judgment. In verse four, for just as each of us has one body with many members, these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body and each member belongs to all the others. Say, so we belong with each other. Let's try it again. We belong with each other. We do. And, and, and every, every person brings something to the table. Every person, you have a gift. You are a member. Just like this, this body can't walk from here to there unless the brain is telling it to do what it's supposed to do and, and move and all the little things. There's, a, there's a, a thousand, probably million things that have to happen just to get you to walk from one place to another. And they're, if they're all firing, then the body moves and it does what it's supposed to do. And so um, he says, so we, we belong to each other. In verse six, we have different gifts. And according to the grace given to each one of us, 
If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in, in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. And I'm gonna stop there for a second, but I, w- I wanna finish this. We each have a gift and we're called to bring that gift to the table and we're called to offer it to one another, to serve one another. And there's a whole lot more gifts than even just these that are listed here. There are spiritual gifts, there are administrative gifts, there are, uh, there are um, leadership gifts that we'll look at in a second. But these are just some that he said, that, you know, if, if you prophesy, if you're a servant, if, if your gift is to encourage, you know, all these gifts, do it to build up the body. Do it for the, for the, uh, for the health of the body of Christ. So there comes times um, in leadership where we have to decide what is the best use of my gift? What is the best gift? What is the best use of your gift? Um, There was a time many, many years ago where, um, uh, gosh, we helped a lot of people move, you know, and and I guess my gift was helping people move. I don't know, but... (laughs) Beaches Chapel was a was a church on the move, Amen. and uh, <laughs> even if it was just moving from one house to another, we I got to tell you, and I have the discs to prove it, and uh, and so my gift is not moving anymore. I, I I can't help you there. I I got rid of my truck, and <laughs> but there comes a time where when gifts change or, or when gifts are better utilized in in different places. And so one of the things that, that um, I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be taking a role that is a little bit more discipleship oriented. And it's something that the Lord has been putting on my heart really for several months. You've heard me say it, you know, that it's time to get back to the basics. Uh, you know, I, the things that, that I want to be involved in, um, they, they take a little more time than I have. And things like, um, things like, discipleship I I really want to see if you've been born again in the past year and you're new to the faith I want to see you develop in your faith I want to see you grow I want you I want to see you know the things that you can't just learn on Sunday morning I want to teach the first principles series you know we haven't taught it in quite a while the foundational series of the of the faith of Jesus Christ the faith and the doctrines that, that we believe it's important we live in a time when, when doctrines, they don't seem to matter to anybody. Even in the church, people believe anything. They swallow anything. And if it feels good to me, then, then it must be right. But how many of you know that, that the word of God is what lasts? The word of God is what stands. The word of God is what's true, not the way I feel on any given day. Because I feel all kinds of different ways. Um, uh, I want to be involved in, 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 in leadership groups. I want to be involved in, in personal ministry in homes and, and, and especially marriages. You know, we live in a time in, in our culture where marriages are in, in trouble. And they're in trouble in the church as well. And, you know, I, I don't have it all together. But, I mean, me... And my wife and many other couples in this church know how to be married. We know how to surrender to Jesus. Uh, next month, it'll be 38 years for Dawn and I. I mean, that's, that's amazing. 
I know there's no way it looks like I've been married for 38 years. We got married when we were 12. But, but we, we have learned a few things along the way. We've learned some things in Jesus, and we've learned some things about surrender. We've learned some things about submitting to one another, not just submitting to the, to the husband, you know, submitting to one another. We've, we've learned some things, and we've walked through a lot of things. And so, you know, I've got a lot of experience in the Lord that I can help people walk through. I've been through disappointments. I've been through struggles. I've been on mountaintops. I've been broke. I've been, I've never been rich, but, <laughs> but I've had, I've had enough. Um, Paul said, I, I've been abased and abound. Uh, I've, I've had plenty. Um, and so walking people through difficult seasons of life, it's something that, I, that I've always done, but I'm in, a, I'm, a, you know, I'm in a place where I feel like this level of ministry is where we need to be. So I wanna, I wanna continue on in verse nine. And it, it, it would be easy to stop right there in Romans and say, you know, each one of us use our gifts. But then he challenges us in our heart, which is really what he needs to do. In verse nine, he says, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. You talk about, I mean, that's a whole sermon right there. I mean, that's a lifestyle right there. Those few things, but your love must be sincere. It's not enough to show up on Sunday morning and say, yeah, I love you, brother. And then we're not there for one another. We forget to pray for one another. We should be devoted to one another, it says in verse 10. It says to honor one another above yourselves. So, so there's a challenge when we're called to change. We gotta keep our hearts right. We gotta do all these things. We have to pull together. And if, Ephesians 4, this is another one of my favorite scriptures. I, I love the book of Ephesians, but Paul is writing to the, to the believers in, in Ephesus. And he says, he, he, he lays out the foundation of leadership and why for the local church. He said, now these are the gifts in verse 11 that Christ gave to the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. And I'm reading from the New Living. And their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church, the body of Christ. So as, as leadership at Beaches Chapel and in every local church, there, God places people in leadership for a time, for a period, for a purpose. And their purpose is to build up the body of Christ, to equip the body of Christ to do the work of the ministry. Why? So that we can be built up. And this will continue, verse 13, until we all come to such a unity in our faith and a knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. We are fortunate in this church to have many people that have been walking with Jesus a long time. And you've, been, you've, you've, you've grown in maturity. I, I look around and I see not just maturity in age, but maturity in Jesus in many of you. And so what we're called as a body is to, is to bring along those who, who don't have that yet, who need that understanding 
And, but we're constantly challenged to keep it real. You know what I mean? I've been walking with Jesus a long time and I have not even come close to getting it all right. Not even close. Sometimes I think I'm doing pretty good and then, then I'm not. I'll leave it at that. So he wants us to, to be mature in the Lord, measuring up to that full and complete stature of Christ. Verse 14, and then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We, won't be in, we will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. Does that sound like the world we live in? They try to trick us with lies. It sounds like the truth. And sometimes even in the church. But instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. Here we go. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, so it helps the other parts grow, so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. That's what he's called us to do. I had, a, had the uh, privilege of Friday night to be able to come uh, and speak at, at the CR meeting. Uh, you know, we have, we have different recovery groups that meet here at Beaches Chapel, but it was so encouraging to, to come to the Celebrate Recovery meeting. And, I mean, if nothing else, to hear people that say, I got a year's sobriety. I got a month's sobriety. I, I, I'm, I'm clear for 14 years we had somebody clear for 14 years uh I mean it's exciting and then for some that's like I made it tonight and you know that's what the body of Christ is about you know it doesn't matter where you've been and what you've done it doesn't matter how many times you failed grace is available and so that's one of the things that we're called to at Beaches Chapel is to build up the body and and you don't just build up the body let me say this to you you don't just build up the body saying stop that quit it don't you know that's ruining your life yeah I know that but I can't quit yeah I know that but I can't stop you know what we're called to is not, not to judge but to remember where I was and what I've been through what I couldn't overcome and I'm going to pour grace into your life if you can't figure out how to get free I'm going to help you figure out how to get free and I'm going to sit with you and, st and stay with you and keep loving you and keep forgiving you until you do and then we're going to find somebody else and we're going to help them too but you see that's not just the ministry of CR that's the ministry of, of the body of Christ that we cause each other to be mature in him that we grow up together and you know how that happens in verse 16 it says as each part does its own special work as you find the place that God wants you to be as I find the place that God wants me to be as James finds the place that God wants him to be as we make those sometimes changes it's important that's what God has called us to do and uh, so then the third thing we've the third reason is to fill our, fulfill our mission to best utilize our gifts. And the third, I didn't put these notes in, in there for you. You got to just remember them or write them down. The, the third is about healthy succession. 
We are supposed to develop new leaders and pass on responsibilities. Didn't you do that with your children? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to raise them up and teach them and train them and encourage them and say, go on. Don't come back. <laughs> just, just kidding. Just kidding. In 2 Timothy 2, Paul's writing to Timothy, one of his, his young pastors, dear and dear, dear to him. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. That's what he's called us to do. Train up other people. James, James is homegrown. You know, you know James. You know his heart. You hear him sing. You've heard him preach. He filled in a great, did a great job for me while I was on vacation. But you know something I found, I discovered after being thrown into the deep end? You learn when you do. You can, you can sit in a classroom and soak it all in, but you learn when you do. I can remember over, over the first year, people would come to me and go, Howard, your preaching has gotten so much better. I wasn't really sure how to take that. But, <laughs> but you learn when you do. You know, I had always, I'd always shared this. I'd always said, you know, when, because I believed it. When you're in the place of authority, when you're in the place where you have to give out every week, God will give you what you need. If you're not in that place, he doesn't need to give you a sermon every week. But if you're in that place, he'll give you a sermon every week. And I'm here to tell you, after seven years, there has not ever been one Saturday night that I was sitting up going, God, what am I gonna preach? Not one. I've heard of pastors that do that. He has always given me something. Whether you think it's fresh or not, I thought it was. And, uh, but, but God has always given me something to share. And... You know, it's just like at your house. I mean, you don't always get lobster. Sometimes it's chicken and rice. I happen to have a lot of chicken and rice. But it, but it sustains us. We, we, we hear the word together. We grow in the word together. And it sustains us and it builds us. And so, um, and then every once in a while I get to throw in some lobster on you. But, um, <laughs> but succession is important. It's important. Um, and here's, here's the thing I've discovered about change. We all say we want it, but nobody wants to do it. And so what I'm challenging with today is let's pull together. Let's see these changes take place. Let's pray for our leadership. Let's pray for James. Pray for me. Pray for our family. I had a conversation with my brother this week, and it was, it was really... My brother, he probably won't listen to this, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just going to tell you, even, even though it's being broadcast. But <laughs> My brother's a police officer, and he's been a police officer a long time. Anybody know any police officers? They're nice people. Some of them developed some weird attitudes over the years. Um, don't look surprised. 
And I love police officers because I'm the chaplain of, of the police department. So <laughs> I, I love them. Um, but the, anyhow, I was talking to my brother and I said, you know, I want to let you know some changes that are, that are taking place. And he goes, wow, so, uh, so how do you feel about that? I said, well, you know, I'm kind of up and down. I'm, I'm, I'm excited ab- about the opportunities, but I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. And he goes, it's hard letting go of the reins, isn't it? I said, David, did you just say that to me? <laughs> he, said, he said, yeah. He said, you know, I've, you know I, I, I train people on the SWAT team all the time. And, and, and we go through these drills and we do all these things so that, so that we're ready. And, you know, when, when I'm the leader, he said, and you're the one that's leading the team. Everybody's looking to you and you, you get to bust through the door first and you get to do all the commanding. It's fun. I was thinking, that doesn't sound fun to me. But, but thank God for police officers. You know, thank God that, thank God that, that somebody you know, knows what to do in that case of emergency because they've trained and trained and trained and trained. And he said, but you know what? I can't always be in the position of, of fun. I can't always be in the position. Why? Because there's got to be other people that know how to do this. And so we're constantly rotating them through because they have to be trained. They have to know what to do in an emergency. They have to know what to do when, when they're called on and, and so that they're ready to step up at the right moment. As the church of Jesus Christ, it is no different. Paul said, Paul told Timothy, you know, do the, the things that I've put in you, you put in somebody else. He said, he said, um, he said to Timothy and to Titus, his two young pastor friends, he, he said, the places that you are, I'm, I'm leaving you in charge, but I want you to raise up not only people underneath you, but raise up leaders in the church, raise up elders, and here are the qualifications. And I'm gonna take, a, I'm gonna take a, a step off of my message just to say, you know, last week we, we recognized Rick, and thank you, Rick, for, for your service for 22 years. We, we had a meeting this week and, and we've been praying and, and calling and, and, and considering, Holy Spirit, who are you, who are you um, bringing forth as, as elders at the church? And we, you know, we have a lot of names because there are a lot of qualified people. There are a lot of, a lot of good people here at Beaches Chapel that can serve in that role. But we were saying, Holy Spirit, who are you saying? And as we met, the Holy Spirit brought three people to mind. Uh, we all agreed. I called them and spoke with them this week, and they all agreed to uh, to step into a, a role of leadership. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know who those are right now. My brother Don Culbreth. Why don't you stand up, Don? <laughs> Sal Prestia. Robert Hartzell. So we have some, we have, we now have uh, seven people in, in, uh, on the board of elders. And again, I know, I know there's a lot of other people that can serve and could, and read and do in that place. But these are the ones that the Holy Spirit put on our hearts. And, and, and when we asked them to pray and talk to their, their wives and they all came back and said, I'll do it. I don't know why, but they, <laughs> but they said, but they said they would step in and, and take that. And so uh, so there, there are a lot of changes. We, we have some new leadership that's stepped in with the changes on Sunday morning. 
Um, again, I'm still going to be here. I'm fortunate to be in a place where with, with the experience that I do have, and I don't know it all by any means. Matter of fact, I still wonder how in the world I got to be a pastor from time to time every day. <laughs> but I know that God called me to it, and so I don't take any pride that, that man, I went to school, I did all these things, I, did, I climbed the ladder, and I... It's a humbling place to be in a place of leadership. And it's, it's, it hasn't been without its challenges. It's been wonderful. The, the love and the support that I feel has been wonderful. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful to be in a place where uh, with young leadership coming up that they can be mentored. And, then, and we're not just having to say, here, have at it, jump in the deep end. We get to say, I'm gonna stand with you I'm gonna pray with you. I'm, I'll bring instruction. I'll help you. I'll give you advice. I'll give you encouragement. Um, and I wanna say this to you as, I, as I've considered these things. Um, personally, this was what the Holy Spirit put on my heart is that I took the role of senior pastor seven years ago really reluctantly. I didn't want it. I never had wanted it. But I took it because the Lord said, this is what I want you to do. And now I, I lay it down freely. It is not my identity. My identity is in Christ Jesus. I am his servant and I serve at his pleasure. And if he chooses to move one in and one out and one to this place and one to that place, the body serves at the at the at the at the behest of, of the head. It's what he says. And so I serve at his pleasure. And so the way that, that I handle success, the way that I handle disappointment, the way that I handle change, the way that I handle anything should be with an example of godliness, faithfulness, and trust. Because I know that God loves me and I know that God loves Beaches Chapel and I know that God is gonna do some wonderful things and I'm believing for a season of increased fruitfulness. I'm believing for a season of increased discipleship. That's what he's put on my heart that we actually become disciples of Jesus, not just church attenders, but, but as I shared last week, a disciple is someone who loves Jesus so much that it affects every one of their priorities. That's what I want to be. That, that my priorities get lined up with his. And so I want to challenge us with that today to join together as a body, to, to pray for one another, to pray for me, to pray for our new leadership, to pray for James and Jesse. Uh, it, it, it ain't easy. It's an honor. It's a privilege. Um, but it, it, it has its own set of challenges. And I just want to remind us that Beaches Chapel is a place where you can grow in your faith. It's a place that's multi-generational. It's a place where we preach the grace of God regularly. It's a place that embraces exuberant spirit-led worship. It's a place that believes in the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's a place that, that we can learn to interact with the Holy Spirit every single day. That's who we're called to be at Beaches Chapel. And as a result of that, because we can operate with the power of the Holy Spirit working in us, we can, 
we can take this thing to the streets. Amen? Amen. That's what we're called to do. Here's what I'm going to do. We've already had an altar call time, but if you need, if you need prayer for anything, some of our pastors will be hanging around for a few minutes. I'd like to ask you, if you would, to join, to stand up. And I want to pray for us as a body. Join hands with the person next to you. Lord, we come today with, yeah, we, we have uh, mixed feelings, mixed emotions. Uh, some are excited. Some are like, what? And, and so we have to process all these things, Jesus. And so we come to you, Holy Spirit, and we ask you to move in our hearts. Unite us in our hearts with one another. Unite us in our hearts to serve you in this place. We thank you for our new leaders that, 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 that have joined and said yes, that they, they, they will serve at this time. They will serve the body. Thank you for them. Thank you for, uh, for James and Jesse. And we just pray your blessing on them. We ask you to, to give them supernatural ideas, supernatural dreams, supernatural sermon prep. Uh, the, the things that, they, that he has learned and they have learned will, will come forth and it will feed and nurture the body of Christ. And I thank you for a time of increased fruitfulness even in my own life as I get to share the things that you have done and birthed in me with others on a personal level. And I thank you for that, Jesus. And we agree together concerning your blessing and your presence residing in this place. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love all of you. Hug one another. You can be dismissed.